This is an FOU Studios podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Geek XP. It's time to level up with your GXP. As always, I'm Peter the Geek. With me today, I have GMJC. Hey, 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 world, what's going on? We also got the soup man, Stephen Campbell. Well, hello. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very exciting guest. He is one of the best hosts I've ever seen on the stage with Batsu NYC. He's done Batsu Chicago. Most of you probably know him from epic rap battles of history, gracing the screen as Ash Ketchum. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Buchan Walter. Hello, Wakanda forever. <laughs> Welcome, guys. What's going on, Brian? How you doing? Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we get going. Uh, I'm an actor. I grew up in Yokohama, Japan, 17 years, half Japanese, half German-American. And uh, I'm an actor in New York City, host of Batsu, and a huge MCU nerd. Awesome. And geek. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Sweet. So, well, I mean, without further ado, I think we're pretty much ready to do this. The conversation's going to go on for really easily today, so I think it's just about time to Geek Out! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Geek Out. Brian, what do you want to geek out about today? I want to geek out about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We all do. Who who does not? (laughs) I'm very excited about this. Well, there's a lot at stake coming now with Infinity War, Sweden Theaters. And uh, Black Panther just came out as well. I Uh, haven't seen it yet, and I'm really, really excited to. I really, really want to. It was fantastic. (laughs) It was so good. Um, I, I would say it's... Top five, top five uh, MCU movies, wow. for oh sure. Gosh. All right, wait, wait, well, that right. begs the question. So what is your top five list? Oh, my so God. Far? Yeah. No, yeah. put it on the Every- spot and win the pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, off the top of my head, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have to go with Captain America Winter Soldier. So mm. good, man. So good. I just rewatched oh. that because of Road to Infinity. Yes. And it, it is so good, man. Like such a good espionage film. Yes. I love it. Um, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Mm. When I saw that the first time in the theater, I was blown away by it. it I, I, I happened to think it was super loyal to the original source material while still reinventing stuff. Really mm-hmm. well done. I also really enjoy. It. I also just also want to say they also got one of the best actors that I think's been a superhero like primary in a long time. Mm. I could, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I solidly agree with like you there. Benedict does a great job. Yeah. Yeah, he like, does. He does. Yes, like I, 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 like I was blown away by his performance. Mm. Like, and and yes, like it, loyal to the source material and everything. I loved like it's. It was such a mental trap for him with 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 the whole hands being broken thing. And right. I lo- like it's. I, I, I don't know. I just loved the road for recovery. I loved the story behind oh, yeah. his journey. It was just. So I mean, fun. well, that's the origin story of Doctor Strange. Well, in right, and of right. itself is super interesting. Yes, right. so yeah. compelling. So, so good. So that, that was three. That we was know three. Black Panthers on that list. Yes, number four, and then. Number five, at this point, I am probably going to have to go with uh, Captain America Civil War. So I, I saw Civil yeah. War a- in theaters three times. Wow. I absolutely phenomenally enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, I think Avengers is up there for me. I love the first The original Avengers. Avengers. The, the first yeah. Avengers, yeah. It's so just, good. 
just the Joss Whedon treatment, I think, right. really, really took it to a whole nother level. Well, it's the first time that we ever saw something like that in cinema, too. Right. You know, a cinematic so. universe yeah. actually coalescing into a successful product. Yeah, like I Hema. actually think you're right. Yeah, 100%. It, it, it kind of redefined the business model of cinema. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it also had one of the best money shots I think we've seen in a oh long time. Oh, my God. What, that in spinning the, shot the, of the, the spinning shot where, like, <laughs> they have been trying to recapture that moment in pretty much every movie yep. since. Every and one. And yeah. nothing can... It's just... It's one of the best theme swells, just the best moment. Oh. Even even the montage scene of them fighting all the Chitari oh, is one of the yep. best montage scenes probably since... Uh, since... Uh, Man, uh, the Spartan movie, 300. Oh, with that oh, montage of him yes. going across, that's such a good scene. Yes, yeah, yes, does such a good job with it. Um, and it, like each each hero's uh, personality really comes through in each of their mm -hmm. fight scenes. Also, yeah. yeah, just excellent writing, excellent direction. I think in that in Absolutely. that particular scene. I do have to admit though, with uh, Civil War, it took me a while to digest because mm -hmm. the original Civil War deals with the X Men, and it's literally like a, a country wide civil war. Right, right. And so when it became friends fighting in a parking lot, it just kind of I, I was like, I have to I have to come to terms. This is a new universe. Right. Like I right. really had to sit down and like. I mean, and that that's the whole thing. Happen, it's yeah. always the balance of the source material versus what's accessible and what makes sense in the MCU that's been developed so far. Do you want to weigh in on that, Brian? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I did not, I'm not a Marvel comic books fan. I am an MCU fan. Right. Um, Big distinction, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do, of course, love the Marvel characters and the Marvel comic books and all, but I am not, uh, a, I don't have in-depth knowledge yeah. on the comic book lore. Mm -hmm. I have in-depth knowledge of the MCU. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of which, yes. we just mentioned a little, like, before we started recording, we mentioned The Road to Infinity, which is, yes. if you don't know what it is, you're watching one movie every week up until the uh, Infinity War movie comes out. Yes. And yeah, it's and when you break it down there there is a lot of content that happens. There are, First, uh, Infinity War is going to be the 19th holy. MCU movie. Wow. Black 19. Panther was number 18. That's insane. That, that is insane. Yeah. It's 10 years it's, worth of movies. Yeah. Yeah. This year's year So 10. so is the original Spider-Man uh, film with Tobey Maguire in that collection no. it's not considered no right. it, that that is a sony oh interesting yeah. Sony, okay yeah sony owned. and then okay. there's the fox with you know x-men and uh mm -hmm. fantastic four sure okay. uh, but the mcu starts with iron man right mm -hmm. directed by john favreau <clears throat> in 2008 yeah and that's and, where it all begins and that, and that's yeah. the 10 years i yeah, mean that movie incredible. was really what sparked all of like it, and when you look at it, like yeah, it yep. was such a clear definition of the modern superhero. And I think yeah. it had the first Easter eggs teasing the next movie yes. coming out. Mm -hmm. It had a Captain America Shield in his workshop. Uh, that that was in, a that was a good one. Yeah, in the in, first one or the yes, I, I think it's the I know, first in the, one. In, in the, the first one, uh, it's back in uh, like on a wall. Yeah, it's not brought out in the second one. In the I second think second one they where he has the yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, but in the first one it's in the background. Yeah, yeah. Oh, something up I against. The I wall. didn't catch it. So yeah, just oh, hidden little gem saying like, "Hey, guess what? We're gonna keep building on this." Right. Yeah. Well, I heard that like maybe two weeks prior to releasing Iron Man, they finally talked to Samuel Jackson about becoming Nick Fury and talked about this possibility of expanding, and that's where he steps in and says, we want you to be a part of the Avengers Initiative. Right. And yeah. when 
So I still will never forget it. I was watching, uh, I was watching Iron Man with my friend Tom, who is a big comic book nerd fan. He's a little bit older. He's read it all his life, and he's like, "I can't believe Iron Man's finally out." I'm a huge Iron Man fan. If I want to be any superhero, I want to be Iron Man. So I was like watching it through him, mm-hmm. and when he we stuck around, I was asking him all these questions during the credits, and then you know Nick Fury comes out, and I was like, "What is Samuel Jackson with a goatee doing?" And yeah, an iPad. <laughs> What's this about? Yeah, and right. then he's, he started like tearing up. He's like, "I can't <laughs> believe this is happening." Like awesome. the Avengers, and cut to like ten years later. It's so crazy we're, we're, how we're going to be three Avengers movies in. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a it's a multi billion dollar franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, well, after 19 movies, of course, it's going to be that big, but... It's, you know, I heard someone theorize this, a professor in a college, say that it's basically the modern hero's myth. That this is very much, like, watching Mm. the MCU and some of the DCU on on, on screen now has basically replaced what used to be, like, all of the Greek myth that a lot of people aspired to or took inspiration from. This is our current standard now. And to see it so successful, such a what what originally was like a niche entertainment thing, mm-hmm. comic books for nerds, yeah. has now developed into this multi-billion dollar industry, just like you right. said, where people make it a thing to go watch that film in the theater. And it's like now playing on so many different social levels too. Yeah. It's it, honestly, that. yeah, yeah, it's you, something incredible. You know, I, I think the reason why it expanded <clears throat> that far is even in the first scene of Iron Man, when uh, Tony Stark is sitting in that uh, Humvee or whatever, yeah. and the guy's kind of like, oh my gosh, Tony Stark, can, can I take a picture with you? It's like, no gang signs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, just kidding, put him And up. then <laughs> at the end of Avengers, uh, after you know the Chitauri are defeated, yeah. uh, they have that montage of all the people excited about, you know, oh, Iron Man, and he's wearing a mask, and, mm-hmm. you know, they have the... Thor um, fists and they the have Hulk, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the Hulk fist, the Hulk, yeah, the Hulk, the Hulk fist number and, one, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. They have all these different things, and it's like, oh, they're nerding out, and they they are regarded as heroes. So, mm-hmm. like after a while, you start watching it, and you're like, okay, these guys are amazing. And you know the work that they do with like Make a Wish or like going mm-hmm. to all these hospitals to meet yeah. Yeah. cancer patients, like that's amazing too. You know, oh, definitely, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's um, what is uh, really one thing that made me think of again. We're, we're I, I like that we're talking about the first Iron Man right now because it is is like 10 years ago god it's so hard to so think crazy. It's, it's but insane. 10 years ago now and like all of the all of the seeds for what have become the industry um i remember behind the scenes like there was an interview like listening to john favreau talk like he literally said like this is an indie film with a big budget mm. like that's why it became so successful like it had the passion and all of like the excitement of like a small budget film with people like really wanting to do it yeah but it had the money of marvel behind it right Right. And like it still wasn't like at the time it was still like probably a conservative I mean in today like the modern like what they do now it's probably super conservative like if you look back on it but like at the time like it was so like it was a big achievement and like mm. yeah if you look at the Fox X-Men yeah if you look at the X-Men movies that came out with um like back in the first those first like realistic X1 X2 X1 yeah. X2 X3, X3 it's so funny like just the how different and distinct, like how, how much the the genre grew from those mm. movies, mm-hmm. and yeah. how the fan expectations morphed to make what Iron Man became. Yeah, and I think even uh, in Phase Two, for example, 
with Guardians of the Galaxy, there was a turn in the MCU with how the movies are delivered. There's a lot more humor in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit more colorful and a little bit more goofy, yeah. which I was, I'm okay with mm-hmm. um, because they're comic books, you know? Yeah. Comic right. book movies. So every movie since Guardians of the Galaxy it has a little bit more humor. And like the. Mm-hmm. The end of all these serious movies is like Thor 2, Dark World, where they're like taking themselves a little too seriously. Right. You know, yeah. and being like dark and edgy and everything. And, and I, I think it's great that. Uh, well, take a look at Ragnarok. Just Yeah. That, 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 I haven't seen. I actually have not seen Ragnarok, right? Oh it's my a big. Gosh. It's, it's, is it out on DVD Blu ray yet? I'm sure. Um, I'm probably? sure it's right around the corner. That's the thing. It's yeah. like at, at the time of recording, it's just I've been waiting to find a copy that I can buy so I can watch it. Yeah. It is the sheer hilarity and like the lightness. You're 100% yeah. right. They took a very serious plot line and morphed it into something that w- w- I'm going to try know, and it's, save it's, it from I've, the spoilers. I've, yeah. But but they they did such a great job still making it relevant and even making fun of themselves as superheroes in mm. several moments of that film being like, "Oh, that's what heroes do." And then something comical happens right. to them. Um but at the same time it, it's enjoyable because of its levity. Mm. And people are like, wait, this is actually a fantastic movie-going experience to be able to laugh at this and yet also see like your hero triumph, but also change from right. your expectations, which was Don't big. tell DC this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let them figure that out. And, and the same goes for Ant-Man and Spider-Man, yeah. where mm. if they were taken so seriously, those movies would not be as good. Those no. characters not, would not be as loved. You know, the, the fact that they have... Uh, Spider-Man actually be like a realistic 15, 16 year old yeah. is so yeah. great. It was such you a know? breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I do have to say I was not expecting the movie like trying I'm trying to avoid spoilers just for like listeners and stuff like that but um, I was not expecting to be punched in the face as hard as I was um, at, for that twist that happens like towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Like mm. when when the door opened I was like what the fuck? Yeah. Like it I was not expecting to be oh, right, yeah. to be taken that like it was awesome. It it made me happy because it's like, yes, multiracial kids. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah. it, like it, it hit me. I was like, this is great. I was not expecting this. This is like, and it made everything that much more exciting yeah. in that moment because you were you were just not expecting it. Yeah, and and, and just like even in that uh, when they're in the car, for example, his face mm. is uh, is is green. And then the moment he realizes who Peter is, his face turns red with the red light. Uh, I think, well, no, it might be the other way around. It might be red light the entire time because he's and waiting. It, and then the moment he realizes it's Peter and turns around, it's... Uh, it turns green. It turns yeah. to green. Vulture like, green. Little things like that are, are what makes the MCU yeah. so great, I think. Sure. Well, I think, I think that's part of the brilliance of the MCU to, to spin off this. We're, we're talking about um, these, the, this levity that's kind of the rule of thumb for Marvel films, but there's a, there's a big disparity between all of these films as well and mm. that... I think that that's part of its success is that it, there are films for all people. So Spider-Man, right? It's a it's a coming of age story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you had the Thor franchise as your is your classic fan, fantasy action romp. You have mm-hmm. um, Guardians of the Galaxy is is a humorous character ensemble movie. Right. You know, right. and it, so all of these films are different things to different people. 100%. Yeah. And they create all of these characters that come from these different genres, mm. essentially. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really one of the most exciting things about The Road to Infinity mm. is that you're going to have this smash-up of all of these worlds. And we mm-hmm. got we sort of got that, like, 
that smash up light in Civil War, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. That that was essentially like uh, yeah, the first teasing of it. Essentially. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you, you make a really good point. It's they they started to hit their stride when they realized every single movie has its own genre. Like the yes. Ant Man is a is a heist, heist straight movie. up. It's yeah, uh, Winter Soldier is a espionage. espionage. It's um uh, yeah, and yeah, the Thor movies have always been like this almost Shakespearean sort of like yeah. higher like society kind of feel, even though there are lighter moments but yeah. like still like with I mean at least with Thor 1 and Dark World you can feel that it has like a Shakespearean tone yeah. to it and a mythological and then, element and, yeah mythological well. and stuff Ragnarok like is a buddy film very you much know? yeah buddy yeah. cop film yeah and it's interesting because they were saying how in Thor 1, 2, and Avengers, like, he speaks so Shakespearean. Yeah. And in Ragnarok... mother know thou wearest her drapes. drapes. Yeah. <laughs> and then in Ragnarok, he's, like, a little bit more modern or uh, talking the way we would. And uh, they said, or Ta- Taiki Waititi, or Taika Waititi, who is the, the, uh, the director. New Zealand director, director. Yeah. he said that it's because um, Thor's been hanging out with, you know, the likes of Tony Stark and like other... He's a little bit more down to earth. Yeah, a little bit. Literally. Ah, right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> 50 points. I love it. <laughs> I mean, no, but you, that, that's a really good point. That yeah. like, yeah, I mean, he's now a part of the Avengers Initiative and he's hanging out with people that are not talking with this high, super right. high society. Sure. I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And um, speaking of like humor and stuff, I was really wondering prior to seeing Black Panther, like, is there going to be a lot of humor in this? Because it looks like such a badass film. On the yeah. outset, uh, right. It yeah. seemed, I, I haven't seen it yet either, so right. from the trailers, I'm like, it looks almost um, Dark Knight-ish in, a, in right. a sense, where <laughs> very intense, like they're the, the dynamic between the villain and the hero is extremely you know, oh. there. Um, it looks like there's it's taking itself very seriously. Yeah, yeah. I think, well, I think he takes himself seriously as, like, a king or, mm. like, someone who's royal. But there is so much humor in this good, film good. also, mm-hmm. and good. it's fantastic. I'm, I'm really excited. happy to hear that. Yeah. So I did a little bit of research before Black Panther was coming out because I wanted, like, I saw a thing about Killmonger, and I was like, this is, mm. this is definitely, like, a, a lesser-known villain from, like, most people's uh, consciousness. Right. And so when you look at, like, who he is... I was I was reading through it and like watching. There was a video that broke it down really effectively too. Like, it is a brilliant villain. Mm. Yes, like, he is so interesting, and I cannot wait to see it. Yeah. So so what about him makes him? He's on top of like having I think it's two degrees from Harvard or something. Like he's a genius. He's also like martial arts trained the same degree as Black Panther. Sure. He's like on top of that, he's charismatic and he has loyalty from people around him. So like he's like this full package villain just with a, a an opposite agenda to Black Panther. Cool. And I, I don't know all the details. I'm not. I'm also kind of trying to do a light version, so I don't like yeah. destroy anything yeah, yeah. from the film. I just know that it's everything I saw about it. was like if he he's like I love when they have intelligent bad guys instead of like I'm gonna take over the world. It's right. just like he's got. Right. No, he's well, what's agenda. your motivation? My wife is dead. Uh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I would say like you know after we watched the film and kind of talked it out, we were yeah. like this film is so Shakespearean with uh, the dynamics of everybody That's and a, like I, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. But the, the inner nerd in me was like, yes, we need more of that. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it it it's great. It's fantastic. Awesome. Oh, and when I left, uh, when I left the theater and we went to go to a taco place nearby, uh, <laughs> there was a guy dressed as Black Panther, Ooh, and he gosh, walked cool. in there and took his helmet off. And I looked at him and I was like starstruck. Oh. 
and I gave yeah. him the Wakandan salute, and he like gave it right back to me, uh, and then he amazing. like pulled his wallet out and gave <laughs> me some tacos. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was amazing. I mean, I mean, it, it, it almost sounds like that's the end of the the Avengers thing where they're all eating. One of that's it, it, of all of the post credit scenes that have been done. That was the oh yeah, it was the left turn that needed to happen for that movie. Like, yeah, warm sales spiked. Oh, I, I'm yeah. sure they did. <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it's a it, it was a great moment because like what this movie is epic and it's got a lot of happen a lot going on and a mm-hmm. lot of villains all coming together and a lot of shit going on. But what happens when you put all of that aside and you put all these people in a room and yeah. what are they, well, they going to talk about? It's the reality of the situation. They <laughs> right. just spent like a ton of time fighting like actively like fighting and crawling and and now they're exhausted. One of them almost died and it's like, I, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. And so they're just sitting it's just like, oh my God, I was so tired. Yeah. And the person in the background just yeah, like just sweeping the room. <laughs> that was probably my favorite part <laughs> of that whole the guy. scene. It's like you have like the Avengers some dude who just doesn't even know, yeah. right? Because like the news hasn't spread yet; it just <laughs> happened, and they're all sitting there, and he's just like, "Whatever." Yeah. I'm yeah. like, it's very New York. That, That's that, real. Yeah. That scene also they shot like two weeks prior to the release of the movie, and if you look closely, Chris Evans it has this uh, fist on his chin, like he's holding his head up, yeah. And it's because he actually grew his beard out for a different role, oh. and he's like covering he's it. To cover it, yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Chris Evans' beard, Cap has a beard in Infinity War. We saw yeah. it in the trailers. And what is that all about? Well, I mean, in you saw what Thor looks like in Infinity War. I did, War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, and right. in Civil War, it's um, he's running away. He's right. run away with a like a war criminal, yeah. and he's hiding. So clearly, he's not. Right, taking care of him. Well, <laughs> what I, I don't remember, but what, what happened to his shield? Like, why is Black Panther saying like, "Get this man a shield"? Well, you know, and he has a new shield in a the Wakandan trailer. Shield, yeah, right, yeah, vibranium shield. Well, it's the in at the end of Civil War because this is, I think that's. The, I don't remember. I don't remember if that's the most. It's not the latest one I've seen. Because anyway, um, he leaves his Captain America shield behind because Tony says that's mine. My, mm. That's my dad's. And right. so he literally drops the shield. That's right. And it, I mean, I was. We were just talking about this a little bit before we started recording. And he goes to Wakanda with um, Winter Soldier with Bucky, and that Bucky's frozen there. And so, like, literally, I think he's been just like hiding out in Wakanda mm-hmm. since oh, the end of that movie. Like, okay. I th- I think that he's he's in exile. I mean. Just like how uh, sure. Hawkeye and all of them were locked up because of what happened, like right. he is a criminal by the laws of Shield and stuff. This so is, is, is that a, like a prerequisite for being in exile? Like we see this with Luke Skywalker on crate, <laughs> right? Uh, the beard. Is oh it, yeah, like yeah, your yeah. exile well, beard. Like yeah. you, 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 you don't, have to. You don't have access to razors when you're in exile. Say, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's like a prerequisite. I think it's just like a cause and effect kind of thing. Oh, you're an exile beard. Mm. I do have a, a theory, though, okay. that I'm going to throw out there. Let's hear the theory. I think uh, because it's Avengers Infinity Wars Part 1 and possibly Part 2, right. Right. Mm-hmm. I've heard a rumor that the Time Stone will be used and there will be multiple timelines, and mm. that's why uh, Black Widow has white hair. That's why like Cap has a beard. There are different that's theories going out there, but that's that's one I'm I, thinking about. I did see a report that apparently there was filming on a set that looked like like that looked like World War II era. I don't I don't know for mm. sure. I can't I can't confirm that, but I'm pretty sure I read a report. It's something like that. I'm Maybe actually it's gonna, a flashback. Like it could be. Like yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. but like there's. I if the I mean that we have yeah the eye of Agamotto with the time stone right right so right. I probably mispronounced that in some way but no that was good yeah 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 um I have 
a theory that I've told you guys before, but the only stone that has not been released yet is the soul stone. Right. And I have a theory that we've had the the soul stone in front of us the whole time since Thor one, and it's Heimdall's eyes. Yeah, I have. Yeah, you did tell us about this, right? Because because they think about his vision, the power of his vision, and what he's able to do to Thor in Thor Ragnarok, where yeah. he like brings him in and gives him that experience as if he's currently there, right? He can look anywhere in the universe in, into any soul. I'm doing finger quotes right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> or it might be Heimdall's sword that can mm. transfer them. To different worlds. That would be interesting. I, I I don't know if we're gonna see the Soul Stone. Like you said, it might be that they save that reveal for part two, if that's a thing that's gonna happen. Oh man. We don't know. Yeah. But oh. I, I did a little bit of research on the Thanos and all the stones and the and the infinity gauntlet itself. Mm -hmm. And like the the level of ridiculousness that these stones possess, especially when they're all merged together in a gauntlet. Mm -hmm. You can essentially control time in the universe, like any anything in like time oh, space. Yeah. Is, mm, yeah. is, well. it, it's just sheerly like inaccessible. You you don't know. I'm curious to see how they're going to interpret that for the film and yeah. like maybe take it down to a little bit more of a realistic level. Right. Well, it's 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 going to be really interesting because I know the Tesseract at one point was supposed to be like their go-to for like miracles happening. The Tesseract was yeah. supposed to be oh, that, yeah. like that magic thing and so now and that's And that's one of five. Exactly. And right. so like I I'm one of I am six. One of six. 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 Yes. Six. Yes. 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 Anyway, um, yeah. I actually, um, I just quickly googled because I wanted, I just wanted to see the color of the soul stone. Yeah. Um, and uh, when I was doing the search, I found an image that that apparently other people have the same thought that you do, Brian. Oh yeah. There's an image where it's on Heimdall's chest plate. Ooh. There's a there's a red stone just like the soul stone. Hmm. Interesting. So I th I think you're I think you're onto something. Is there. but it is it not. Is not the redstone the ether it's, in Thor too? I mean, it's kind of a or brownish, reddish, okay, gar garnet kind of co colored. I guess I don't know. I'm okay. I, I, I'm bad at describing colors. It's, it's okay. A, it's a reddish, rusty. Are you colorblind? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, I'm just. Wondering. I'm just, <laughs> just bad at describing just them. Checking. They're <laughs> all red. <laughs> yeah. It's well, yeah. All of the Infinity Stones are red. The red Tesseract is red. The yeah. Vision the, the Stone the is red. Stone is red. <laughs> Peter, you, we, we need to get you help. <laughs> you know, I, th I think it's sort of an ivory, maybe taupe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But so, no, yeah, I think it's so. What are some of your other theories or things that you're generally excited for in this upcoming? Um, yeah, well, I'm not excited, but I think it's going to happen. Is uh, we're going to see Vision die? No, um, I keep seeing that scene. I'm like, no. I, I think Jarvis slash uh, the actor will be transferred into a different whatever. Mm. But definitely, the image that we have of the current Vision is going to be gone. Yeah. Right. It, it, well, the I mean, if they were moving, out of his yeah, head. they're removing mm. the stone from his forehead. Then yeah, it's. Probably, that's but what his lifeline is. Right? The, yeah. is the stone didn't give him. I, th I didn't think the stone gave him life because he's a ro in the, one of the robotic bodies that um, uh, Voltron that was, made. Yeah. So technically, from organic. So technically, his AI is still in uh, the body. It's just not connected I, to the soul. I stone. interpreted what, it a little bit differently. I interpreted it that his AI became its own consciousness and inhabited this organic being. That's how I like it. Kind right. of like developed its own personality and like right. became a person. But, but yeah, but I, I guess um, I, I didn't think it was linked to the the stone in that way. I know that it's. I, I thought that that's what I, that's what I took I, away from it because he's an AI. I so. think his yeah. consciousness isn't, but his life is. Like the, what powers his organic existence. 
I think once you remove it, Brian, like Brian said, maybe his personality and his consciousness survives in a different method. Maybe it goes back to being Jarvis. Yeah. Um, but I think it's linked. I mean, we, we could theorize all day. We, right. We I mean, have, I think his, yeah. his stone uh, is, it gives him the power to become invisible, to fly, to like mm-hmm. shoot lasers out of his head. Mm-hmm. That I think that's what the stone is. Yeah, I mean, really. what every stone yeah. does, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. You know, shoot lasers and fly. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, other things in Infinity War. Um, I am, uh, I'm excited to see everyone get back together again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to see, uh, Spider-Man's new Infinity yeah. suit. Oh, that looks cool. <laughs> it already looks really cool. Yeah. I have to, I have to jump in. My favorite moment was that last bit in where Thor lands and who the hell are you guys? And it's oh, the, yeah. and it's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Goosebumps. That yeah. moment, that integration is probably going to be the and thing I'm looking forward to Seeing Mantis with her little wave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am honestly curious as to, like, t- like I, I really want to see how it's all structured together. Together because the who because maybe that's like one of the first moments of the movie like they mm-hmm. wouldn't they wouldn't throw a huge like, a huge dramatic moment like that in the trailer right well that's sort of where Thor left off that's, right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah yeah so I mean it's it's I I have to believe that they're being smart enough that they're not gonna put back half a ton of bag and shit in that first trailer right right. right. They've, yeah. they've done such a good no. job so long. Yeah, I just, so far, right. I, I think it'll be split into basically like three scenarios mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie. It'll be the spaceship with Thor and the mm-hmm. group. Yeah. And then it'll be New York with Spider-Man, Strange. Tony, Strange, all those guys. And then it's going to be Wakanda yeah. with oh, Captain, Tony. Bucky, and yeah. Black Panther and the crew. Probably Black Widow. Black Widow might be there. I, yeah. thought this, I thought she was with the New York crew. Was she? Well, there's that uh, scene of all of them running like towards oh, camera, and yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. It's Bucky. It's um. It's, it's the Cap. general from Black Panther, the bald lady who is oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, incredible. So incredible. <laughs> so I just pulled. Up, I just pulled up the image of that of that run. Yeah. Um, we who see Bucky. We see Captain America, who's Captain in the America. front. We see Ca- um, uh, Black Panther, the general lady. What was her name? Uh, I don't remember her name. Okay. I'm so sorry. But uh, she's the general. Right. So the general. I'll, I'll look up her name in a second. Black Widow is there. Oh. Um, Hawk is there. Like That's his name? Falcon. Hawk. Falcon? Hawk? The Falcon or Hawkeye? Not Hawkeye. The, the, the Falcon. The Falcon. Okay. okay. It's, I'm sorry. There are too many. Sometimes there's too many birthdays. <laughs> um, the Hulk is there. Um, I think yeah. I just said that. And oh, then right. War Machine is there. Oh, interesting. I mean, Ooh. I don't know who's in the war suit. Yeah, who's, who's I don't know who's in the suit, machine. but it is definitely a steel-colored uh, Iron Man suit. Oh, the top in the top left-hand corner of that screenshot. Yeah, yeah. Wait a the minute. The red eyes. Yeah, might be Iron Man. Oh, no. I have an idea, but I can't talk to you guys about this until we all. Okay. <laughs> until society watches Black Panther. Yeah, right, okay. right, 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 right. Yeah, I have a theory, but. So. Oh, I'll, that's so cool! Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check uh, the name that you're it, looking for. If you're looking at that picture, um, Captain America does not have his star in the middle. He right. has no alliance anymore, really. Mm, that's interesting. And there's a line someone says to him about. I think it's Loki, but it's someone says to Captain America specifically about being a part of no nation, like dropping all identity or something uh, like that. Interesting. And to see him now with no. Star, no shield, like none of that. So is who really is he if he's not right. Captain America? He's yeah. captain of what now? Right. Yeah, yeah uh, it's I, I I know someone I know commented that how is this film 
being made. Think about the the money that is being commanded. Two films shot at once. Yeah, yeah, and and just just the actors, the A list actors that they have, the huge yeah, like cast of eighty, of like, ninety A list actors in this it's, film. It's a little ridiculous it if you really think about. It. You've got Benedict Cumberbatch against uh, Robert Downey Jr. against Scarlett we, Johansson. We could spend all thirty minutes just naming just them. naming them. I know, <laughs> yeah. really quick, honestly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's is um, Okoye? Okoya, yeah. Okay, I just wanna, yeah, yeah, General Okoya. Yeah, that's. I think that's who you're looking she for. She was so awesome. Like, can't I, wait. <laughs> I just, yeah, ah. yeah. I would want her to be my bodyguard or like just be around me. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. It'd be awesome. So, cool. um, so oh, okay. another thing I'm really excited about yes. that is not an Infinity War. It's beyond Infinity War. Is Ooh. Captain Marvel. Uh, is that being teased officially? Is has has someone? Is there like a leak that has said that's being made? The, there's a picture out of her in the suit. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It's not actually a picture of her in her red, blue, gold suit. Okay. She's wearing a Nova Corps suit, oh. but it looks exactly the same as her Captain Marvel suit. It's just oh. not in color. And it, it is officially announced as a 2019 film. Yes. Yeah. Oh I, my god. I think they're about to wrap filming. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I have a theory that I want to throw out there. Please. Um, so Martin Freeman mm-hmm. is in the MCU. Right. Mm-hmm. He plays uh, he plays Agent Everett Ross. Is right. his name. Right. Which is kind of confusing because there's General Ross and now there's an Agent Ross. Yeah. Like there's a lot of white names. But um, uh, so he Agent- is a token white guy. Yes, Tolkien. <laughs> Tolkien. 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 It's Andy Serkis and Martin yeah, Freeman yep. are the Martin only two. Freeman. Yeah, everyone's heard this joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so brilliant. You're the Tolkien it's so white smart. Guys. It's yeah. so smart. Um, so Everett Ross, uh, he appears in Black Panther as well. And you find out, no spoilers or anything, but you find out that he is a former, uh, he's a CIA operative, but he's a former Air Force guy. And it made me think Captain Marvel is an oh, Air Force yeah. captain. So maybe when they shoot this movie in the 80s or 90s, we go back. Oh, and you see And Martin Freeman is like a younger... Version of himself. Yeah, and that would connect, uh, you know, Captain Marvel into the MCU. Interesting. In way. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Everett Ross is going to be like the new Coulson, where he like pops up in every film. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah could pretty be. Cool, yeah. Speaking of which, have you ever watched the TV series Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I watched the first two seasons. What did, what then, did you think? Your overall opinion? How it tied into the MCU? Oh role. my gosh! When when uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier came out, and the reveal was that Hydra was Shield all along, or Shield was Hydra all along, yeah. and I watched the next day the following episode of Agents of Shield, and that complete control of Hydra takeover happened. I was oh, my mind was blown. Man. My mind was blown. Yeah, okay, so pretty well. In other words, they tied pretty (laughs) well. At that time, pretty well. And then I got kind of bored with it, and I fell off the map. But I'm so happy that they are in their fifth season now. That's so crazy. Wow, but they're still going? Wow. But that was one of those things where it was revealed that, you know, Hydra was S.H.I.E.L.D., S.H.I.E.L.D. was Hydra, and everything changed. Right, right. And I think something, you know, Black Panther, things are going to change. Okay. It's like some big shit's happening. All right. Interesting. That's actually a good place to leave off, because we have been talking 
for over 30 minutes at this point. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Wow. It's crazy every how fast time. that happens yeah. every time. But it's time for the plus 10 XP segment where mm. we have 10 minutes now to kind of pick your brain about, well, I say whatever we want, but, you know, we, we all have things we kind of want to ask you. To start off with, it's something I've definitely been wanting to, to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. I, I talked to you a little bit about it uh, person to person, but um, I mentioned at the top of the show, you were Ash Ketchum in Epic Rap Battles of History. Yes, I was. It's a, it's a it's a good story, and I'm ama- I believe a great it's experience. It's an honor to be here with it's you. It's frankly <laughs> great. I love I, I love that rap so much. Yes. Um, so just I I guess there's no real question. Just wanted to geek out a little bit and just be like, it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, it was such an amazing experience. And um, basically, what happened was, uh, you know, we had uh, uh, Epic Lloyd as yeah. our mm-hmm. guest for the 500th Batsu show. Right. And uh, prior to the show starting, I was just kind of shooting the shit with him, just talking with him. And I'm a huge Epic Rap Battle fan as well. And uh, I told him that. And he was like, oh, uh, do you have any ideas? And I was like, eh. Only about a thousand. And then the next I was like, I'll come back to you with it. And then the next day, you know, Pokemon Go just came out at that time. So I was like... My girlfriend and I are obsessed with Pogo, and he's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and I was like, Pokemon. Um, he's like, I don't really watch that. I was like, well, I think it would be great if you had uh, someone like Ash Ketchum, who collects uh, creatures, he believes in evolution, go against someone like Charles Darwin, who also believes in evolution and collects creatures. And he was like, oh. Yeah. And yeah. then I had happened to have written a rap for a diversity showcase, and so, like, I was just, I, I, I don't know how it happened, but I decided to do it for him. And then Eric, our producer, at the end of the rap, when I, like, mic dropped it, Eric was like, Brian, we need you. And I was like, sorry, dude. And I had to walk away. And I was like, that was actually you perfect. You left it off on a good right. moment. Right. <laughs> right. Because if I, like, spoke after that, I probably would have crumbled and, like, <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, two days later, they're like, hey, we want to call you in, uh, bring you over to L.A., and uh, we want you to be Ash Ketchum. And I was so like, there was, like, what? that was your audition, was that yeah. moment prior. Yeah, and I didn't even pitch it as if like I want to be Ash Ketchum. I just said this would be a great idea. Yeah, and yet you're like you're a perfect fit. Yeah, you, you really it worked out. It so worked how was out. what was the actual experience? Whatever you're allowed to unveil of yeah, like, yeah. how it works behind the scenes. Um, I was uh, there for a week mm-hmm. in LA. Um, they treated me very nicely, <laughs> and then uh, basically I listened to the beat. Uh, a couple times, and then we recorded it a full day of just recording over and over again. And um, the Ash Ketchum voice that I do is uh, it's a mix between Eminem and Aziz Ansari. So it's, <laughs> it's really love high that insider and, view on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. He just kept saying like higher, higher. I want your voice to be higher, and I was like warming up all day. Like Darren wants a battle. Darren wants a battle. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, yeah, and then, you know, I had a day off. They had to record and uh, or tweak and edit and everything. And then they were like, we're going to do a full shoot, a uh, full day of shooting for your uh, green screen shots. Mm. And I had the outfit on. And wow. Uh, all yeah. of the Pokeballs were all lined up there. Yeah, I was nerding out. They drew under your eyes and they stuff like that. They drew under my that. eyes. Yeah, they yeah. did my hair. It's so um, good. I loved it, man. Yeah, I it's loved cool. it. It's I, high production value. That's what you want to do every day. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. That's the dream. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and you're also a huge Pokemon fan. I mean, yes. like you said, so like it's literally almost like all of us want to be in like a Pokemon universe, and you have like a claim of like a I was Ash Ketchum right. for Epic Rap. Like it's yeah, it's, it's so cool, man. Yeah. I was. Uh, I mean, it's all over the internet, but um, you know, I have a picture of me as an eight year old dressed up as Ash Ketchum, oh. Oh, and good. so like to see it twenty years later, you know. Yeah. 
me in the outfit. In a several hundred, <laughs> like in a, so at crazy. least a few dozen million views on yeah. YouTube. Now, it's right? uh, yeah, it just hit, last I checked, it was like twenty two or twenty one million, yeah. which is insane. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. but that's awesome. um, yeah, Pokemon, uh, Marvel. I mean, MCU. That's that's the goal as well. Um, twenty one million views. Yeah, twenty one million. Yeah. Your next your next gig be somewhat at the MCU for Epic Rap Battle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I want to be in the MCU. You yeah, know, God, I yeah. I've auditioned for Daredevil and Iron Fist. Uh, you know, those TV shows, not those roles, obviously. Right, right. But um, all those uh, ninjas and yakuzas and stuff, like mm-hmm. I'm always auditioning for that. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, it's not going anywhere. So, right. Or right. rather, it's going everywhere. Yeah. But it's like it's staying put. <laughs> it's not going to disappear. Those shows are here to stay. Right? Only a matter of time. Yeah. 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 For sure. Cool. Fun. Well, I mean, I think yeah. that was a good transition. Thank we you. we wanted to talk to you about Pokemon in specific. Sure. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, what originally inspired you to talk to Epic Lloyd was your love for Pokemon Go. <laughs> yes. Um, and this this we we were talking about it before the show. Uh-huh. This game has now been out for <laughs> almost in this summer. It will be two years. Yes. Yes. Brian, you still play <laughs> every day. I play every single day. That's I played amazing. on the way over here. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. There is a Pokestop actually just just by in, just outside uh, our right building. where we're standing yeah. is a Poke. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Because it's the mural downstairs. We yeah, can yeah. reach yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yes, yes, I do. I do still play every single day. Do yeah. you play other Pokemon games like the major releases for the consoles or for the handhelds, rather, and things like that? No, no. Okay. <laughs> have you have you played Pokemon like the actual games ever? Like in the, the Game past? Freak games? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, 1996 or seven. I got my first Pokemon game. It was Pokemon Red, mm-hmm. the Japanese. Japanese version, mm-hmm. and then my mom thought they were all different, so she also got me Pokemon Green and Pokemon Blue, mm, and nice. then we got Pokemon Yellow when mm-hmm. that one came yeah. out, uh-huh. and then I got... Uh, I, I was got Pokemon s- Green ever released in the States? Not in the no. States, no, no. Yeah. in Japan. And then uh, Silver and Gold, and then Crystal yes. was my last one. Oh, Crystal wow. was so And then good. that's where I jumped off. That took you right to, what was that, the Advanced? Game Boy Advance? Yeah, Game I Boy Advance. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was Crystal the first... was Game Boy Color. It was. Game, Game Boy, Boy Color, Color. Yeah. Oh, Crystal, yes. Crystal was Color. It was yes. the last. Oh, wow. It was it the was... last one on Game Boy Color. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion, it was the best one, too. Like, yes. everything that's come... Like, even though X and Y and, like, stuff that have, stuff that have come on Beyond Sun are, and are moon, great, Crystal was just such an amazing Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. I... So that so it's interesting because I was never into video games as a kid. Mm-hmm. When I and now like that's my whole life. Right. <laughs> um, so when I went to Florida to go visit relatives when I was maybe about nine or ten, everybody in my class at that point had been playing Pokemon, and it was kind of the hot thing. My aunt got it for me, but I didn't have a Game Boy, and I was like, "Hey, mom and dad, you know this is the cool thing that everybody's doing. I you need to get me a Game Boy." And like that changed the course of my history from then on. Mm. It started with Pokemon Blue. Right. And I also got red and yellow, but that's where I stopped because I started getting into all this other stuff and mm, started investing mm. in consoles. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing to see how it's come yeah. 20 years later or 20 plus years later. I mean, they just had their 25-year anniversary. Yeah, 25. So yeah. crazy. And, you know, I, I because I play Pogo on my phone mm-hmm. and because my battery is constantly drained, <laughs> I wish I had just like a Pokemon Go like console yeah. that I could just carry around. AKA I would be happy a to second do phone. <laughs> second phone. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening, Nintendo, <laughs> yeah. demand is there. Well, Pokemon Go on the go. On the go. Well, I mean, they do have those watch things. And the Pokemon Go Plus. Yeah. Yes. And that's where it counts your steps. So you're still like moving around. Or how, um, do you know how those work? Yes. I don't. We have one. Uh, we don't use it anymore because they keep updating. And I feel like that was an original like Gen uh, One. Uh, so it's kind of it's kind of outdated. But uh, basically. 
when you walk uh, and have the game on, mm -hmm. if you uh, walk across a Pokemon or a Pokestop, then uh, your plus will buzz. And then you could just press the button and you can automatically catch it or not catch it. And you don't have to go to your phone. You don't have to flip it Do the and whole yeah, throw the anything. Pokeballs or anything. Oh, so it's so much okay. easier. Yeah. Yeah. And um, y yeah, it's uh, it's a great way, if, especially if you're running or especially if you're mm -hmm. at work and hiding. <laughs> and you're like, oh, there's a Pokemon in my pocket right now because my Pokemon goes plus is buzzing. You just press the button press the over button. and over again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, That's so I wish they had like a Pokemon Go Plus two, right? Or yeah. like updated something updated, for at least the latest. Like right. if it looked like an Ultra Ball or something, or yeah. like uh -huh. you know, it'd be really cool, like yeah. a second gen one. If you're listening, cool. still Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nintendo. I know we have great reach with this podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, but yeah, cool. um, Pokemon Go is uh, my girlfriend and I still playing every day. Every so day. Level yes. 38 right now. That's oh, incredible. Yeah. And Hot I have diggity. every single legendary except Mewtwo because uh, Nantic can't get their uh, X-Raid pass uh, thing straight because mm. they keep messing that up. What but, is that? X-Raid <laughs> pass? Um, so you get uh, an X-Raid pass. You get raid passes. So you do raids oh, now. Oh, a raid pass. But an yeah, yeah, yeah. X-Raid pass is a special pass that you are designated to a specific gym that you have to meet up with everybody and fight Mewtwo together. Oh, that's cool. But Whoa. for this latest batch of X-Raid passes, they sent me to freaking Upstate that I played like six months ago. Oh, oh no. Like all these people are, uh, you know, Because doing... you had activity there pre Previously. Yes, yes. Jesus. So, like, why would you want... Like, I don't get yeah. it. No, so, right. screw it, you know? Like, yeah. I'm not getting Mewtwo for a while. But um, I do have everything else. Cool. Everything that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's really exciting. Sweet, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. I'm almost assuming you played the card game. I know that. I uh, did play... Or I, I collected. Collected, okay. I collected the Japanese uh, cards. Okay. Not the American ones, but... Yeah, I had some shinies. I Very had cool. uh, some holographs and stuff. Did you have any spoil Charizard? <laughs> As in you have Sh one? Showing or? off? Mm. No, no, I'm just, I just, did you have oh. one? Yes, that, yes, oh, I did. Oh, I know. Do you still yeah. have one? Yeah, if you do, um, it's worth Somewhere in my, in my house in Japan, yeah. Say, that belongs in a fire safe. And, yeah, <laughs> wait uh, another, wait another five years and then you'll just be able to retire, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> just do whatever you want. And I, I'm pretty sure I have a Pokemon 2000, uh, like, original Togepi shiny Ooh. and like all these there was like a six shiny set <laughs> the collective <laughs> body shiny because i remember i remember in middle school when the cards started coming out every once in a while one of my friends would have one of the japanese trading cards instead yeah. of the american and it was like <gasps> right <gasps> yep yeah yep i had that i had that fame but with Yu-Gi-Oh cards instead i had oh, a whole I bunch did. of I the went japanese through that phase too. Yeah. yeah yeah and then i could like fool my friends because i had like a pyramid turtle which was did nothing but it had some <laughs> status effect and so i was like you know no no i looked it up this like lets you win the game basically or, or you know something ridiculous <laughs> i was like this lets me summon out another five monsters in one turn they're like <laughs> That's, That's the impossible. symbol. <laughs> That's the symbol for five. Yeah, five turns. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, it's a really good stopping point. We're at about we're at time, unfortunately. Oh, oh man, Brian, this has been amazing. This, this is a lot of fun. So fun. Yeah, I want to geek out with you guys again. I know. Well, yeah, we, we we should because the more GXP we get, the closer we get to leveling up. There, so, oh, true. that's right. So we I mean, another life. Probably close to if not, we leveled up today. I know. I feel, it, it was great. A lot of geek XP today. Um, but again, thank you, Brian. Thank this you. has been great. Um, so thank you guys again for listening. Again, I'm Peter the Geek. I'm GMJC. I am the Soup Man, Stephen Campbell. That's right. 
right. Thank you again for listening, guys, and have a good rest of your day. And remember, level up with GXP! Woo! Wakanda forever! <laughs> Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our show. If you liked Geek XP, help us out by becoming a contributor on our Patreon. We have bonus content, raffles, and more at patreon.com slash yourgeekxp. Geek XP is recorded live at Face Off Unlimited headquarters in Astoria, Queens, and was edited by Peter Hargarden. Executive producers are Joe Tex, Jay Painter, and Eric Robinson. FLU Studios is a property of Face Off Unlimited, LLC. I'm Peter Hargarden, the senior producer of podcasts here, and on behalf of everyone who worked on the show, we'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Subscribe to catch all of our other podcasts here on the FOU Studios Podcast Network. To connect with the geeks, follow us at YourGeekXP on Facebook and Twitter. To learn more about FOU, connect with us via social media at FOU Studios and visit us at FOUStudios.com. Boom!